If you want, I will spank you in the way that we were taught. We went to a dungeon and had a guy show us the right way to do it. I thought maybe this would be fun. Yeah, and it was. (laughs) It was fun. Welcome to Two Hot Wives, a podcast where two friends in open marriages explore the exciting world of unconventional sex. Hey, hotties. I'm Ams. And I'm Kat. And we're the Two Hot Wives. Tonight, we are talking about impact play. Mm. And it's only going to hurt just a little bit. <laughs> just a little tiny bit. Now, there's a lot of fear and misconceptions around what impact play is, what it has to be. You know, is it all about pain and humiliation? So we're going to kind of scratch the surface of this Mm -hmm. issue. We're going to tackle it top and bottom. (laughs) Um, And for those of you who are not familiar with impact play at all, it's a type of sex play that involves a partner striking or hitting another partner. And that can be something really simple, like a little love tap on the ass when you're, Mm -hmm. you know, (laughs) doing what you're doing. Uh It could be like Literally getting punched a in the face. full-on spank. Oh. Yeah. No, not my Punched thing. in the face? Yeah, it can be, right? For some people, that is what they're looking for. <laughs> That's not going to happen. No. <laughs> Somebody's thing. I mean, it's I, not my thing. I like my face just the way it is. Yeah, don't touch the face. Don't touch the face. Don't touch the face. So we're going to explore some of the basics of impact play, things that you need to know if it's something you want it to play around with in your own space with your partner. And we also have the most amazing interview with mm-hmm. the gorgeous, smart sex goddess, Kimmy Inch, aka Mistress Payne. She's amazing. So cool. So cool. <laughs> and she's beautiful. Yes. Yes, she is. She's gorgeous. Yeah. And what else do we need to let our listeners know about? We have some current events. We do. Big, (laughs) exciting news. We are a part of this year's Podcastapalooza. Yeah. Super excited. We have been invited to be a panelist and uh, run a seminar at this year's Podcastapalooza. If you are unfamiliar with this event, it is super cool. It's a chance for you to meet all of your favorite Sex positive lifestyle podcasters. It's in Miami on May 21st. And who doesn't want to go to Miami? (laughs) So it is May 21st through the 24th. And uh, if you are interested in learning more about Podcastapalooza, if you're interested in joining us, we have booked the penthouse. Yeah, it looks amazing. It's it's amazing. And we have this huge uh, Terrace. terrace overlooking amazingness, like the gorgeous... Coast, yeah, beach, yeah, ocean, gorgeous. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be baller. And for anybody who books through our affiliate code, we're going to treat you right. Not we're sure going to have that, a party. We're we need to have like we a love meet to party. And greet, a party. I think we should bring the karaoke machine. Oh my god, <laughs> Mr. Ams <laughs> loves the karaoke machine. Scares me a little bit. <laughs> we should bring the karaoke machine. Uh huh. That would be awesome. Okay, maybe. <laughs> 
like, and no. <laughs> Maybe. Might be hard to fit in the luggage. In any event, we're going to treat you right if you book through our affiliate code. We're going to get some swag. We're going to have a meet and greet. I do it's make some awesome. fun cocktails. You do. Speaking of which, what is this deliciousness that we are drinking tonight? So it's a little cold outside. I thought we needed a coffee drink. This is our salted caramel coffee. It's delicious. Mm -hmm. It's uh, salted caramel whiskey, Mm -hmm. which is Old Smoky from Tennessee. That's the company. So, um, And then some uh, salted caramel Baileys. Mm Mm-hmm. The cool thing about this one is I do a little uh, caramel rim and you dip it in salt. Yeah. Don't go crazy with the salt, though. It's little, I, I like the salt. It's, oh. it's salty. I know. I'm licking, I'm licking the edges as much as I am drinking it. Yes. It's perfect because we, too, are a little bit salty. Uh-huh. So I'm going to include this recipe on our uh, social media pages mm-hmm. and on our website. But I'm, I also made this into a, a martini. Oh, yum. So like a cold uh, espresso martini. Mm-hmm. And I will include a bonus recipe. Ooh. Uh-huh. So any of you hotties out there who have not yet checked out our website or our social media pages, this is the perfect time <laughs> to do it. You get a little twofer. Bonus. Yum. Okay. And with our cocktails, we need a few hot tails. <gasps> So, Kat, what is your hot tail for tonight? So, my hot tail for tonight is me and Mr. Ams in the shower. Ooh. But before I get to that, I want to say, yes. I, I want to say something about our hot list. Yes, please do. Okay, so we we created this Spotify playlist. We call it the hot list. And this is sort of songs that we've been We've been building this hot list for a while. Yeah. It's it, fun. It's upbeat, but sexy. Well, it, it's good for like the background music of a party, but it's yeah. also good for like playtime. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're playing the hot list on the speaker yes. and it's flooding the space, right? And Mr. Ams and I are in the shower. And I don't know what you and Mr. Cat are doing. My recollection was the we're on the bed. <laughs> I think you took the bed. We were super so, comfy on the bed. So we took the shower, and that's not my usual thing. Nor is it Mr. Ams. Really? No. Okay, He. it did not seem that way <laughs> when we were there. He seemed all comfortable with it. And I think, you know, the reason it's not my usual thing is that I'm not super into standing yeah. for play. Yep. You know, I'm a little petite thing, and so our guys are tall. Rel- they're both tall. Yeah, they're both taller than I am, and I'm so I'm on my tippy toes and my my butt. I have to like you know point it back. <laughs> I have to do this full on <laughs> tilt of my pelvis Stick to get everything out. to work, and it's not my most comfortable position. Yeah, but, but this was hot. Yeah, this was super hot. Tell me, tell me. So Mr. Ams is super good with his hands. I'm sure you know this already. Yeah, Mm -hmm. he's a talented man. Yeah, and so uh, we took it a little slow, and we're in the shower, and the water's... You have a rain shower Mm -hmm. in your your gang shower. It's a... It's big a shower. big shower. It's a we, big shower. We, we kid and call it the gang shower, don't we? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so <laughs> the rain shower is coming down and the water's warm and it's sexy and steamy in there. And 
we're we're soaping up, which is super fun because it's slippery and super sexy. And he's got his hands all over me. Yeah. Yeah, I loved it. Ugh. Of course. He's really, really good with his hands. <laughs> what was he doing? So we're kissing and the water's coming down. And usually like, okay, so my hair is usually in the up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't really want to get your hair all wet. Yeah, fuck that. I let the hair tie out and my hair was completely wet. The water was just coming down. It was just drenching us head to toe. Yeah. Super sexy. That is sexy. I don't know that I would do that with anybody else but Mr. Ams. Yeah. Okay, maybe Mr. Cat too. Right, yeah. You know, this this was really sexy. And he sort of... (sighs) <laughs> he pushed me up against the glass mm-hmm. and he's sort of inside me from behind, mm-hmm. right? And his hands are all over me, like all over my breasts and down onto my clit. And he is just touching me everywhere. It was super incredible. Mm. And I love that. But it's hard for me to, to come standing up. Yeah, I get that. So he like flips me around. He's kissing me and he puts me on the bench. Yes. In the back of the shower. And that's super hot. He's, he flips the water though. And all of a sudden this, this (laughs) incredible like shower of cold, ice cold water comes down on me. And I think I screamed. (laughs) (laughs) It was so fucking cold. I remember hearing you from the other room. Oh my god, not my most favorite thing. Yeah, no, that's no, not cool. but um, it 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 got warmed up fairly quickly after that, and he apologized. Of yeah, course. yeah, yeah. But like this this incredible like avalanche of cold water. Avalanche, <laughs> I say avalanche because it was icy. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. snow, like Oof. like yeah, not good. Yeah, Buzz but kill. woke me right up. No doubt, <laughs> no doubt. So he goes down on me, and he's. And he's so good with yeah. his hands. And I love being with Mr. Ams. Yeah. Yeah. Aww. I do. Aww. I I do. I, I feel like, you know, we've we've sort of bonded the four of us and, and I I trust him completely. Anyway, so we're we're having a, a good time. And I think I came at least twice while we were in the shower and, and we get out of the shower and we we join you guys. But I was thinking about the design of the shower. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was thinking like, we need to, we need to create the shower seat because I'm yes. I, right. Yes. I want to have my legs in this position so that you can I, get fucked in the shower. Yes. I think we need to create sort of a shower swing chair, something stool. Wouldn't that be good? Kat, I hate to break this to you. <laughs> oh, no. I'm pretty sure it exists. Where? You, ha- well, you have to go to like the geriatric no, part of the pharmacy. That is, no, yeah, that is no. No, but no. There's, there's shower seats. And- that is for people who can't move. I want something that is at the right height. I'm thinking about like movable legs so that we can position our legs in any position we want. I don't know. Okay. So you um, want a sex swing for the shower. Yes. Or stool, okay. sex stool. I'm thinking, okay, sex swing, because I don't know where we would attach a swing in the shower. But I'm, I was, I've been thinking about this okay. since this encounter because it was hot. Yeah, I loved it, but I don't like standing up. And the bench yeah. is squared off, and it's a little cold. And then the water, the yeah, cold yeah, yeah, water, yeah, the cold water. 
I'm thinking if we had some kind of chair or seat or swing in the shower, that would be super hot. Okay. You know what we need to do with this idea? We need to create it. We need to fabricate it. And then we need to go on Shark Tank. I know. (laughs) The two hot wives sex swing in the shower. Shower sex swing. Shower sex swing. That is going to be a thing. That could you see us on Shark Tank? Yes, I could totally see us Barbara, on Shark Tank. Barbara, you should totally partner with us. <laughs> or okay. Mr. Wonderful. That's not where I thought that we would go. We might have to drop the height. <laughs> if it's Mr. Wonderful, the height's like a little Is bit lower. Is he short? I think so. Oh, I That's okay. Okay. It doesn't matter. All shapes and sizes. Uh, it all works, but... That was my thought is like what we have these incredible sex swings, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. For the sex room, the yes. the BDSM sexy fun toy room. Yes. We have them for the bedroom. People hook up stuff to the ceiling. Mm-hmm. Why do we not have something for the shower? There's a beam up there somewhere that you could attach a sex swing to. You just need to know where the studs are. So the next time I redo our bathroom, which is not going to be anytime soon because it's nice. I, I'm thinking like, okay, we need to create a bit. I'm just imagining the contractor looking at me like, what? How do you, I don't understand why you need that. Mm, not for you to understand. Or or just be full disclosure, right? <laughs> right? Be full disclosure with your doctor and be full disclosure with your contractor because then you're going to get exactly what you want. Right. I'm just loving uh, imagining the look on his face when I say, okay, so we're going to have sex a lot in the, in the shower. shower. And I need it to be comfortable for me. No, take Can it you up create- a level. <laughs> you like, we're going to have sex with a lot of people in, in our sh- shower. So not only does it have to have a, a, this cool cherry chair, yes. <laughs> stool kind yeah. of thing, but it has to be big. Yeah. Yes. I it needs it. to accommodate at least six people. <laughs> <laughs> I dare you. Right? I will buy the next round of drinks if you have that conversation. Are you only going to buy the next round of drinks? Seriously? That's not enough. I, I <laughs> this will, is a big conversation. I this is a remodel r- of my entire bathroom and shower. <laughs> and you're going to buy me a round of drinks? And and also <laughs> volunteer to have sex in the shower with you. Like you wouldn't anyway. I know. You're right. <laughs> that is a false promise. All, All right. right. All right. So what is your hot tail? <laughs> Follow that, bitch. No doubt. Well, you know I have good. I know. You know I have a good hot tail. You always do. So last week was my birthday. I know. I know. I love you. Oh, I know you love me because my for my birthday you gave me my fantasy. fantasy. I did. Holy shit! I did. What an amazing friend. Let me just say though that, that. you tried it out first. So, mm-hmm. you know, all the, if there was any fumbliness, like I'm going to benefit from that I experience. Out all the bugs, <laughs> of which there were none. It was all phenomenal. But yeah. um, yes. So for my birthday, you gave me your fantasy. The, the fantasy was a sensual six handed massage. And uh, we had to set it up in a, a hotel room. Originally, it was going to be in the house, and then there was a kid issue. We couldn't get the kids out of the house. So we sort of last minute decided to set it up in a hotel room. I do not envy the guys having to walk through the lobby with, <laughs> with a, like a massage table and candles. And a and, big wedge and yes. all the stuff. Yeah, right? two guys yeah. walking into the <laughs> hotel <laughs> with all of 
those Not that there's anything wrong with that. There is nothing wrong with that. (laughs) And I admire them and love them that much more for doing it. And they couldn't be more excited about it. They were so good about it. Um, But yeah, so uh, we were recording or something right before Mm -hmm. we went over there. And uh, so you and I drove to the hotel and we came upstairs and opened the door and the, the lights were off. There were candles flickering in the corners and a massage table was set up with a warmer. I loved. Uh-huh. I fucking loved <laughs> the table warmer. That you was know, an awesome leave it, touch. Leave it to us women to think of all the, the details, details, right? Yes. Yeah. So we had the warmer. You had the, the table set up and the warmer. And the guys are in these little <laughs> black and white like polo shirts and tiny little shorts. Mm-hmm. It was so cute. They looked so good. I, I actually took pictures later (laughs) i think we're gonna have to tweet that out yes yes so i walked in there was a glass of champagne waiting for me and uh and then i was told to to go into the bathroom and and take my clothes off and get under the massage table and uh so i did i did that and uh, then I got my six-handed massage and what I loved about it is it got to the point where I couldn't tell who was touching me. At first, mm-hmm. I could kind of tell, especially your hands are smaller. My right? girly than hands. The, than, the, <laughs> than the guys. But, you know, at one point, you were kind of massaging my um, my back mm-hmm. and being very professional and very sort of <laughs> thorough. And the guys were down at my legs and they were getting a little <laughs> playful. And I was like, ooh, ooh, it's like a sensual massage mullet. It's all, you know, professional <laughs> up top and party going on in the back. Uh, cause they were, their hands were running <laughs> to places that a Which regular. Is perfect. Oh, it was great. It was great. Well, and I was thinking about it later. I needed to be there to slow them down, mm-hmm, it, right? Mm-hmm. I wanted to slow the pace down a little bit so yes. you could enjoy the buildup because we women, we love that, right? Yes. And don't give ourselves time to do that as right. often as we should. Right. And there was something great about being on the table and not really being able to move, not really being able to respond, not feel like I had to respond physically like in a super fast Way I could wait until I really was feeling like, oh my gosh, I just have to touch them right now. Right, you didn't have to reciprocate at right. all. Right, exactly. Um, so we did that for a while, and then you kind of leaned over and whispered into my ear, "I'm going to leave you alone with these two. I'll see you later," and gave me a little kiss, and then just like disappeared. And I remember thinking, like, my eyes started tearing up because I was like, oh my god. That is so incredibly sweet and thoughtful to set up this whole experience and then like be lined out of there and not be part of it yourself. Well, I I wanted to be part of the massage part. I wanted to give you the six-handed massage. Yes. But I knew that the MFM is something (sighs) that we both love and that I needed to be not there for that part. I need – yeah. Yeah. yeah, and that, oh, <laughs> and they did. I mean, to their credit, the guys kept up with the massage for a nice. while. And one of my favorite parts of the whole evening was they're they're both rubbing me, and I I just couldn't help myself. I started to kind of 
reach out and start touching them and moving around because I was getting very, Which is how it's supposed to happen, but it's supposed to happen on your time. Exactly. Exactly. And so I'm, I'm, one of them was, um, in front of me and I thought it was Mr. Cat and I started touching him. I started touching his cock a little bit. And then he leaned over and, and whispered, we're going to move you to the bed. And it was Mr. Am. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> I thought I had it right, but I had, That's you know, cool. I had it totally mixed up in my head and the, the, just the sort of mind fuck going on of not knowing who was actually touching me, even though I know these guys mm-hmm. so well that I would have thought, you know, I would know their, the feeling of their hands on my body. I had gotten it wrong and it was just such a thrill. That's so cool. Whew. Um, so <laughs> yeah, so we moved to the bed and had, an amazing MFM experience. I feel like we've talked so much. I don't want to go into the details, but all I'm going to say is, you know, at one point, um, Mr. Cat was behind me. We were actually doing anal, which is a totally different episode, mm-hmm. but like, you know, he's behind me after like an hour, hour and a half of play and, and, and Mr. Ams is, is in front of me and we're kissing and I came so hard that I lost, uh, like completely lost it. I was like, it's not pretty. It was not like a, like, oh, oh yes, like a pretty, like porny like porn. orgasm. No, it was like, cr- like sobbing. It was Aww. really, but it was just such an intense experience because there was so much buildup. Yeah. And I think, you know, it's interesting because Mr. Ams will describe sex like pizza, right? It's, <laughs> It's always pretty good. Like, even if it's not that good. Even if it's not great. It's still pizza, right? It's not bad. But for me, like, an orgasm can be anything from kind of annoying to, like, you know, fireworks and Uh and just, like, Mm -hmm. completely losing my mind. And that was – the orgasm I had that night was off the charts. And I was – had it and I was like, okay, leave me alone. <laughs> like, sitting on the bed, like curled up in a ball, crying, but in a really good way. Oh, that's I know that sounds that's crazy. Awesome. No, not to was, another girl. Yeah. It was I amazing. Get it. And you know, luckily the guys know. Like I've it's yeah. not the first time I've cried after <laughs> orgasm with either one of them, which is super embarrassing. But um, but it was just phenomenal. And I it was so phenomenal that I, I could not have them touch me for like five minutes afterwards. <laughs> and then we we met up and had drinks and dinner afterwards. Yes, we did. <laughs> I got a text from Mr. Cat saying, you are amazing. Now come back and mm-hmm. we're going to go have dinner. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, I'm coming here. You know, and I, I think I showed up like 20 minutes later because yeah. I was around the corner. And then we had a great dinner. We great and we talked dinner. a little bit about it, but not all this detail. I'm so glad that it was good. It was amazing. I had such a good night. And and Mr. Ams was like, what was good? What was bad? What are your roses and thorns? Like, it was all roses. It was all amazing. There was nothing I didn't like that night. Oh, that's awesome. It was so good. That makes me so happy. Best birthday (laughs) present ever. You're welcome. All right. We need to take a little break. It's really fucking hot in here. (laughs) You take a break. And when we come back... We will go into all the details of Impact Play. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
And we're back. So tonight we're talking about impact play. Oh, I love impact play. I know you do. So much. And it's so misunderstood, right? Right. I mean, like you and I have talked a lot Mm -hmm. about impact play and what it is. What were some of the things you were thinking when when I first brought it up? Well, actually, I, I was thinking like, being hit doesn't sound fun to me. Yeah, sure. <laughs> you know, and I get that there's so much more to the scene, BDSM, right. than, than, than just impact, in- than being hit. Yeah. Um, and, and the more I looked into it and the more I read, the more I heard words like sensation yeah. instead of, you know, being hit. Yeah. So I know there's a lot to it. Um, I, I love the idea of, you know, uh, being restrained and... Right. I don't know. Well, I, I'm uh, I'm curious for sure. Um, actually, we did have a little time when when you spanked me. Yeah, and that did sort of uh, make me realize that it's not exactly what I thought it was. Yes. You know? Yeah, you know, because it, there was a build up there. Yeah, it was a little bit at first, a little bit more, a little bit more, and I never felt like I was being hurt. Right. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. So that's that is what we're talking about tonight. Just some of the basics. What does everybody need to know if they want to play around with impact play? Safe words? Safe words is a good one. Absolutely. And again, just to back it up a second, you know, what is impact play? It's any kind of sort of spanking or striking or hitting by one partner um, to another. another. Mm -hmm. Um, So whenever you're playing around with some something that could potentially hurt someone, safe words is super, super important. And they can be anything, but the the basic ones that most people use are the the light system, right? Green light, yellow light, red light. Green light is I love what you're doing. Do more of it. This is really getting me going. Yellow mm. is something is wrong. I don't want to break the scene. I don't want to not be doing this. Or but I'm reaching my limit. Yes, right? absolutely. It can be that you're reaching your limit. It can be that if you're being restrained, for example, when your hands is falling asleep or, you know, you have to itch your nose, whatever it is. like Yellow, yellow, please itch yeah, my just, nose. Just please just scratch my nose. Um, and then red is stop. And it is everything stops. You know, if there's hitting going on, that absolutely stops. If mm-hmm. there's restraints, you, you take the person out of restraints. And you can get super creative with your safe words. You can even use objects like drop objects. If for some reason oh, your right. mouth is is covered, you can use a drop object to say, I'm done. Um, but we're, you know, that's for another episode. So I have Just heard know the basics. like funny um, safe words like avocado. Right. Hippopotamus. <laughs> Yeah. And and look, you do you, whatever you want for your safe word. But, you know, especially if you're thinking about playing with other people, it's kind of nice to have more of a universal right. vocabulary. You know, the other thing that I think is important to remember is not every area in the body is is great for impact play, mm-hmm. right? Like you were saying, it's not so much about pain. It's about creating a sensation. And that sensation can be tickly. That sensation can be thuddy. It can be stingy. It can Mm -hmm. be all sorts of different um, things. But a lot of people like myself, I don't like pain, but I enjoy impact play. And if you are avoiding areas that are likely to cause pain, Mm -hmm. then you're probably going to have a better experience. So, uh, 
good rule of thumb is to focus on like the meteor areas of the body. <laughs> like your like your butt. Like like your ass, right? <laughs> For me, <laughs> it's definitely my ass. Um or like thighs, legs, that can be okay. Mm-hmm. Um some people enjoy impact play in like the genital area or on your breasts. Mm-hmm. I've seen that. Yeah. Like, Just, you know, when you're flipping through Twitter or you can, it's <laughs> right there. Doubt. Like, ooh, that's interesting. Jesus, I don't know. Twitter doesn't stream. Sound, it doesn't, it doesn't look like something that I would like. Right. Someone's smacking my, my breasts. Right. right. Well, but you know, I don't know. one time when uh, Mr. Ams and I were playing around with impact play, I was like, I kind of want to see what it's like for you to slap me in the face. And Ooh. he's like, really? Oh, he's no. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I want to I see what that's like. And we tried it. I was like, oh, fuck no. no. I hate that. Didn't are, like it at all. Are you seeing my face right yeah. now? Yeah. No, it's, but, but, you know, anything, when you're setting yeah. things up, right, it's good to go over where you're okay being hit and where you're not being okay, you know, where you're not okay being hit. Um, well, and I'm sure he hit you very Oh, softly, it was really right? gentle. It was like, <laughs> Um, yeah, no, it, and I didn't like it. Right. And then yeah. we didn't do it again. But, you know, there's something to be said for testing your boundaries, testing mm-hmm. your limits. You know, a lot of the reason people like impact play is it literally causes physical changes in your body and your like body chemistry. Right. It can release all sorts of, of hormones. Um, so slowly kind of testing and building up your limits can create a really amazing, pleasurable experience if that's something you're into, right? But avoid bony areas, avoid the head, the ears, <laughs> the, the feet, unless you have a feet thing. No, I, I wouldn't like it hit on my feet. I would, <laughs> I would definitely avoid the feet. Um, and then, you know, I think the last point that people should consider is most of the time, especially when you're starting, it makes sense to sl- to start slow mm-hmm. and to really warm up to the experience. So, you yeah, know, that's my plan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go slow. Yeah. Well, yeah. and, you know, so the, the time that we played around with impact yeah. play, um, you know, we were all sitting around talking, drinking heavily. And <laughs> I remember this very clearly. <laughs> and, you know, Mr. Ams and I were talking about impact play and, mm-hmm. and the fact that we liked it. And you were very, very skeptical. So we, we went into yeah. some of the basics and setting up the experience and um, and warming up that you don't start with. A, I think you said something like it. It really pulls me out of the moment if mm-hmm. I'm having a play experience and someone just whacks me on the yeah. ass. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I and remember that. Mm-hmm. That you know, that was like, oh, oh you. It doesn't They're have to be that right. way, right? You, if you start with a really slow build, a warm up, and we're you know, you sort all, of know it's coming, right? So we're talking and laughing, and and Mr. Ams was saying something. I'm like, shut up, shut up, shut up. I have an idea. Uh, is this when you you look at me and you're like, you know what's really fun? Do you want to do something fun? <laughs> you want to do something really fun? <laughs> It's like, um, yeah. So, you know, you had me a little scared. I, uh, yeah. No. Well, and I, that's not my typical role. So, so, you know, what I suggested setting up was like, if you want, 
I will spank you in the way that we were taught, right? Because we went to a dungeon and had a guy who loves to spank kind of show us the right way to do it. And so I was going to take, you know, take my notes from my iPad mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. and <laughs> use it on you because yeah. I thought maybe that would feel safer mm-hmm. than, you know, having the experience even with, with someone else, even with Mr. Cat, right? Yeah. Who hasn't done it before. I thought maybe this would be fun. Yeah. And it was. <laughs> it was fun. It was. And we made the guys stand on oh either gosh. corner of the bed and they weren't allowed to touch us. They weren't allowed to touch themselves. Was, <laughs> at first, it was really funny until we got into it. Just seeing the two of them. Right. Kind of like trying to figure out what they were going to do with themselves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So let's see. Do you remember how you were positioned on the bed? Oh, I do. Oh, yeah. I was on all fours. Yes. Facing away from the guys. They were behind. Us. That's right. And to the side. And to the side. Yeah. 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 And I think you were just in underwear. I think that's right. Yeah. I had like a pillow. I was sort of That's right. Because you want to be in kind of a comfortable position. Yeah. I was trying to to make it like we had in the, the dungeon where we were on a spanking bench. So your whole mm. body is kind of supported by the bench, but that's hard to do on a bed. So I think we had some pillows under underneath yeah. your um, stomach. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I started rubbing very, very slowly on your ass, right? Mm-hmm. Starting with really, really light taps and checking in each time. Scale of one to 10. Does this, is this a one? Is this a two? Just constantly checking in with you and seeing how you were doing, mm-hmm. which doesn't sound sexy right now, but it was. But it was uh, at it was the time. really sexy at oh, yeah. the time. Well, you didn't say like, okay, I'm checking in with right. you. Um, is this a two or a three? You were just sort of like, how's this? You know, you, you, had that soft voice, mm-hmm. kind of sexy, you know, you were asking, but not like a librarian or, <laughs> or a businesswoman or, you know. What were you thinking at the time that was happening? Do you remember? Oh, my ass is right up in the air and the guys are getting like this total show of they my, getting a show. whoa, okay, that was three. <laughs> I don't know. I, I was just, you know, I, I don't know what I was thinking. I mean, I was just thinking, oh, okay, this is fun. Let's try this. I wasn't really thinking a whole lot. (laughs) No. Well, and I guess that's kind of what's nice about it, right? When you're in a more submissive role Mm -hmm. in one of these experiences, you don't have to think. You did all your thinking ahead of time. Well, I wasn't worried about it Mm -hmm. because it was you, right? Right. So I think I'm scary. Yeah, you're not scary. And I didn't feel threatened. I mean, and yeah, I, I it was, it was fun. Yeah. I mean, I, I can't remember you ever looking at me and going, oh, want to do something fun? <laughs> and I was just like, if you're this excited about it, yes, yes, I do. <laughs> it was good. And I was feel great. like we built you up to somewhere around Absolutely. like a six or a seven, like oh, yeah. we worked up the level of sensation pretty, pretty intense by the end of it. But it mm-hmm. took a while. It was probably... Mm-hmm. I was going to say half an hour. Yeah, yeah I was going to say 20 minutes. Yeah, like it yeah. was a long time. It's one of those things where you almost can't go too slow. Like taking mm-hmm. your time, building up, warming up um, can make a really big difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was a lot of fun. It was good. It was very fun. And the guys loved it. Yeah. They liked watching. They liked watching. They liked watching. And um, so 
we need to set ourselves some homework for impact. Yes. Play, right. Cause we're going to, we're going to go into the interview with Kimmy, but, but, uh, I think it's time to like, take it up a notch with the impact play. So what do you, what do you think you're going to do? I, I think you have a, uh, book club coming up, <laughs> right? Right. <laughs> so I think that I'm going to have two guys that are not going to have anything to do. I think that maybe we're going to have to do some homework. Maybe I'm going to have to do my homework with them. Okay. Mr. Cat and Mr. Ams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, and, um, cause I know Mr. Ams has a little bit of experience. Yes. And so does. I think that that might be a good way to do that, you know? Yeah. I, and I trust them both. They're okay. great. So you're going to let them manhandle me, manhandle you <laughs> just a little bit on the impact play side. Yes. Very cool. Cool. So I think for me, I've done a lot of, of different sub experiences and they're, it's fun. It's always fun. But, um, you know, I've never really set it up where I'm like, I want you to do this and then I want you to do that. And then, I, you know, mm-hmm. like really kind of um, prescribed what I was looking for in an experience. Um, and I, I don't know what that's going to do. I, ha- I have a feeling it might make it better, right? Because I get exactly what I want. I don't have to break the scene to ask for it. Right. But I've never taken the time or been brave enough, I guess, to say, this is exactly what I want you to do do for me. So I have a question. Yeah. That seems opposite of the sub dom mm-hmm. relationship, right? I I didn't realize that the sub could say, this is what I want you to do to me. Yeah. I sort of thought it was the dom saying, this is what I'm going, going to, do. to do with you. Yeah. So I, I think there are no hard and fast rules, except that the sub always has their nose, right? right. But in a lot of ways, I think a submissive has more power than than the dom because they are setting those rules they are setting those parameters but you may be right like it may be that if you set it up in such a controlled way even before the experience mm-hmm. that it just ruins that power dynamic i don't know i guess we'll see we'll find out <laughs> we will find out and in the meantime i think it's time to talk with with ms kimmy inch so i met Kimmy about 18 months ago. She is a professional dominatrix and she was teaching a class for women only on it was like sexy interrogation strategies, but it was essentially kind of BDSM 101. So she talked about restraints and she talked about impact play. And I was just, I'm a huge fangirl of this Mm. woman. She's smart, she's sexy, and she actually does so much more than, uh, than dominatrix and, and sex work. She does things like somatic therapy and intimacy and relationship and sexual healing. She runs these really cool classes and, and I think most of it's online right now. I was just going to ask, is she doing that virtually right now? Yeah. She's, she's, so she's living in Austin now, but I think most of what she's doing is um, virtual and we will have all of her information in the show notes, but, but without further ado, it is time for that's what she said. We're back. We have with us today the 
fabulous, sexy, smart Kimmy Inch. Kimmy, thank you so much for joining us. Welcome. Oh, thanks for having me, ladies. It's very <laughs> nice to be here. Now, as we mentioned earlier, Kimmy is here because she is an unbelievably talented dominatrix, along with all of her other skills. But because our episode today is focused on impact play, we really wanted to go to an expert, go to the source for listeners who are curious and about- And she teaches others. Absolutely. She's a teach the that teacher. Skill. So that's pretty amazing. So Kimmy, what are some of the basic rules that everyone should know when they want to explore impact play? Right. So what I always tell people interested in going into impact play and, and most of the kinky activities is there's such emphasis around the preparation aspect. So there needs to be a lot of communication because with impact play, which is basically striking another person repeatedly for erotic uh, gratification, it can look a lot of different ways, you know, that we're talking about spanking, caning, flogging, paddling. So those different implements can create different sensations and not everyone's aware of it's not all one size fits all. So for example, like if I'm going to start someone off with a, a, some impact play, I usually like to be hands-on first. I like to do spanking that can kind of ease my partner into that headspace and prep their body physically for maybe something more intense down the road. And then we play with those sensations because something that has a thin surface like a cane or a riding crop is going to create a sensation that's more stingy than something like a paddle or like using the back of a hairbrush, which can create more of a thuddy sensation. So these sort of ideas around rules is like having the discussion around what sort of sensations do you like? Let's move through this slowly and let's, you know, sort of take baby steps. Cause I say, you gotta, you gotta crawl before you walk. You gotta walk before you run. And sometimes people are just like, I'll break out, you know, break out all the hardcore to uh, toys. And I'm like, no, like take it slow, make sure you're communicating with your partner. And if this is new for you, then start small and work your way up slowly. Uh, so you can make sure that you're processing everything like really well. It's my understanding a lot of people think that uh, impact play is about humiliation and pain. What would you say to that? When people uh, misconstrue kink as abuse or violence and humiliation and pain, it really involves so much preparation and communication ahead of time that it can really be what the participants want it to be. There's this huge spectrum that you can play as light or as heavy as you want, no matter what the activity is. And the same thing goes for impact play. You can do impact play on a very light scale and then work your way up to more intensity as you, uh, you know, as you go. So it doesn't have to always result in pain. It doesn't always have to result in this humiliation aspect, it can be really light and playful. And sometimes people like spanking because sometimes we live so much in our heads that 
being able to sort of impact the body in those ways will bring the energy down into the rest of the body and help integrate our energy in this way. So we feel this full aliveness throughout all of us, not just sort of stuck in our heads or our genitals. So it really wakes the body up. It really gets people present because you're probably not thinking about paying bills and picking up your kids when you're getting a spanking, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. So not in my experience. Yeah, I know. God, I hope not. <laughs> You know, but honestly, like, yeah, you don't have to think of it as this, um, you know, heavy, hardcore thing. It could be playful. It can awaken the body. It gets you in tune with your partner, gets the blood pumping. And for some, you know, it releases chemicals in our brains like adrenaline and endorphins and all of these sort of things that kind of get people high, to be mm -hmm. honest. And it feels amazing. So, yeah, yeah it can be looked at from a lot of different angles. So it sounds like you're talking about that concept of subspace a little bit. Do you want to explain what subspace means to people? Absolutely. So, and, and I want to also say there's dom space too. So the hmm. sub doesn't get all of the yummy uh, space <laughs> stuff. Like both partners can achieve that. And yeah, for some, you know, the sub can experience feelings of euphoria and floating and, you know, being one with the universe. And the dom can have this super hyper focus and feeling and flow with life. And it can be really magical. And it sort of comes from that cocktail of chemicals that can be released in the body during a play session. And it's especially so during impact play, because again, when you're getting physical touch from your partner in an erotic way, you're releasing oxytocin. If you're experiencing any levels of intensity, you're going to have a little bit of cortisol and adrenaline and uh, endorphins. And all of this mix like really can create a, a, a sort of body and mental high for people. So that's another reason pe people love kink so much is that they can kind of get high off of life and it can be a lot of fun to explore that with somebody. Mm. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. mm, it's yums. It's <laughs> so, so you mentioned the importance of communication before yeah. you set up a, an impact play experience and the importance of having a safe word. Yeah. Is there anything else that two partners or more partners, right, mm -hmm. should be thinking about before they set up their first impact play experience, including any sort of like basic toys or tools or things that that you would recommend for anybody who's trying it for the first time? Yeah. So as couples are sort of beginning the process of exploring impact play, I say keep it simple in the beginning. Like I said, um, you know, I like to start hands on and I tell people, honestly, at the end of the day, you, it's great to have toys. It's great to have options, but you don't fucking need it. Honestly, what you need, you already have. You have your brain to stimulate the person mentally. You have your heart and you have your hands and your hands can do a lot of fun stuff. Mm -hmm. So I'm always like start impact play with um, physical contact with the hands, you can physically feel the impact you're making on your partner as you're striking them. You can feel their body warming up. It brings you sort of closer together and helps you to attune to each other. And then when you start bringing in implements, you have to remember because you're not going to feel the force of the impact as easily as you would through your own hand. You start off slow. I like to tell people, um, check in with your partner. Sometimes I'll do a 
little smack and I'll say, okay, on a scale of one to 10, what would you say that would be 10 being really painful? And they'll be like, oh, that's like a two, three. So now I'm collecting data. I'm having an understanding of what their pain threshold might be like before I start proceeding. Because sometimes if you start off, bam, like way too hard, too fast, it takes somebody right out of it and it sort of kills the mood. So I'm always like warm up slowly, go slowly. When you're thinking about impact play toys, you know, start off with them really light and and work your way up from there. Have you had any situations where someone has asked you to do something that you're not comfortable with? I think that people might assume that as a dominatrix, that you're (laughs) okay with everything and that you're your, you know, your game for whatever it is that you're requested to do. And I'm sure that you have your own boundaries. What, what about that? Yeah. Thanks for asking. Cause there's so many, so many misconceptions about being a dominatrix. And yeah, that, that is one of them is that I do anything and everything. I'm this demanding bitch. I'm the taker, like all of these sort of things, which couldn't be further from the truth. And the process that I have with all play partners is, you know, going through uh, communication, going through a kink checklist. If they're sharing that, hey, I'm interested in A, B, and C, but I don't do A, B, and C, then we need to have a conversation about it. Because if I sort of push myself through something or, or go through the motions, it's gonna sort of come out in the energy between the two of us. And what I wanna do is find my yeses, find their yeses, and let's mix our yeses together to create mm-hmm. magic. Mm-hmm. And if there's some yeses that are, I'm, I'm a no to that are so vital for you, I may not be the right dominatrix or partner for you. Mm-hmm. And that's something that you can decide on your own. But but yeah, it's so important. I tell all players that, you know, don't try to change your partner's no to a yes and don't push yourself through something that you're not a hell yes to. Because if you're not a hell yes, then you're a no. Yeah, we're, we're a big fan of the concept of not just consent, but enthusiastic. enthusiastic consent. Right. Hell yeah, life is too short, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's good to be a hell yes to these things because yeah, you, you want to have the ultimate pleasure and that's the way to go about it. So for someone who is a little bit more experienced with impact play, do you have any recommendations to help those players take things up a notch? Yeah, I am always like knowledge is power, right? So how do we learn to like, you know, engage in these activities? Yeah. There's a lot of books out there, which are great. And, um, I think that if you can work with somebody or at least be able to witness others playing with impact play, it's going to give you such a better um, gauge on how to proceed. You know, I think like through experience and through sort of mentorship and whatever is great. And people in the kink and BDSM community are really open and willing to educate and give information because we want everyone to be safe, sane and consensual, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, but I'm like, if you're, if you're able to do online classes, like I teach a lot of classes myself around impact play amongst other things. If you're able to get some guidance in this department, if I have uh, somebody that's really interested in playing, but maybe not ready to bring their skills to uh, their partner, I even recommend like, you know, read what you can watch what you can and practice, um, on, on your pillow, like, you know, do things that you're going to kind of start getting comfortable. Cause that confidence is so important. And I say, test things out on yourself, like give yourself a little smack, give yourself a little pinch, like start noticing what happens in your body. When you start doing these things, you're going to have such a better understanding.
understanding of that pain or that stimulation if you start with yourself first. So I'm always like, educate, 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 do your homework, do your research. Um, it's so important. So you're always staying safe and you're having the best play that you can do. Uh, I've never hmm. done much in, in <laughs> where BDSM. AMS is way more experienced in this than I am. But okay, that, that excites me. That excites me. <laughs> the more that we talk about it and the more that I listen to erotica about mm -hmm. it, the more excited I get. And I, I want to know, though, um, I definitely love to be dominated, but I kind of have an interest in being the dominatrix. So for someone who is completely inexperienced, what would you suggest as a good place to start for me to learn a little bit about that? Uh, I love this so much because I tell people, you know, um, you know, men don't always have to be the dom top position and women don't always have to be the sub, you know, bottom position. There's so many different combinations and variations available. And I think it's really powerful to step into different roles because, you know, I like to say kink can be like, there's a leader and a follower and like in dance, there's a leader and follower. So one's not better than the other. One's not superior than the other. Both are needed to create the experience. And so for someone that wants to dabble in being in the, their dominant role and to, to come into their power, I have a little process. I say, you know, take some time to self-connect to yourself. That means deep breathing, meditation. Second is do a lot of research, learn um, not only about technique, but also about how to use your verbal skills and, and your imagination and creativity in order to heighten a, a session. I also say another step is to build your Eros energy. So before I do any play sessions, I'll put on some sexy music and I'll dance and I'll move my body and I'll just build that energy. So I just feel like, yeah, like I'm excited. I can totally do that. <laughs> <laughs> I know you can. And you're going to bring that erotic, sensual, powerful energy to your partner. And you're going to tell your partner, like, tonight I'm in charge and you get to receive, you know, you don't even have to to start calling your partner. They're, they're a bitch. Or, you don't have to go there. You could just be like, you're going to receive now. Um, you know, I'm going to take lead and you get to sit back and, 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 and do what I want. And some men really welcome that because it's a break from their traditional roles. So sometimes people like to switch it up. So I say, go for it, girl. Like, you know, really find <laughs> and going yourself. from zero experience to Wielding it, wielding it across like it. any moment. Oh, that's like cool. It. So I see you also have a, an event coming up, Eros Language for Play. Yeah. Do you want to tell us about that? Yeah. So that class is a little bit more of an intermediate level. It's really great for uh, couples and individuals that have some knowledge of kink, some knowledge of uh, our experience in playing. And it's a really a look on how to sort of begin a scene, how to really heighten it and using your verbal skills to stimulate the brain. Because so many people can spank another person or tie someone up. But when you can get in their head, you know, 
know, and you have those ways of getting under their skin and saying those perfect words that just like light them up inside. That's the real power. So I talk about that, not just from the dominant perspective, but from the submissive perspective, because people are like, oh, I guess I'm the submissive. I'm going to just lay there and do nothing. And I'm like, Mm-mm-mm. no, you're not. You're going to fan your partner's flames because that's what the verbal skills do. It's like that ignition for the brain, because that's our sexiest organ at the end of the day. Yes. And there's so much you can accomplish before you're even in the room with your partner that can involve stimulating their senses and their brains. So we're going to talk a lot about that while incorporating different kinky techniques like impact play, bondage, sensation play. And we're going to cover role playing too, which is going to be love a lot of fun. So if you've ever wanted to be the naughty teacher or the, the bad girl secretary or one of those things, we're going to cover all of those different role play scenarios as well. Oh, that sounds fun. awesome. Yeah, it's going to be fun. I'd love for, you guys, I'd love for you guys to be there. It's going to be yeah. a good time. Mm-hmm. So Kimmy, I, I am sure our listeners are going to want to learn all about you and what you do. Where can they find you? What, what else do you have going on? Where yeah. can they go to find out more about you? Yeah. So you can find so much stuff just through my name, Kimmy Inch. It's K-I-M-I-I-N-C-H. Mm-hmm. And my website is KimmyInch.com. All of my social media, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, all of those things are at Kimmy Inch. Um, you know, you can find all that information through my name and you'll see the events I have coming up. If you want to sign up for my mailing list to be kept in the loop of my tour dates and other events and happenings, I'd love for that to, to happen as well. But yeah, I, I'm available for all kinds of things from education to coaching um, and even to support people therapeutically as they're uh, sort of exploring this aspect of themselves. I do it all. I'm a one-stop shop for kink. So I love it. Yeah, and you're I'm, in Austin, right? So that's right. That's right. I do. I, well, I did travel quite a lot before the pandemic and I hope to resume um, when things are safer and settled down, but yeah, I'm, I'm mostly in uh, Austin, Texas and uh, it's a lot of fun because everything's bigger in Texas. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah. Yeah. I love Austin. We're going to have to come visit you. I would love I that. And I, have, I know. We'll have to make a trip of it soon. Yes, Very yes soon. ma'am. I'm going to hold you to that, mistress, because I'm going to have <laughs> lots of fun, kinky events, and you guys would love it. I promise. It'll be yes. a lot of fun. Well, Kimmy, thank you so much. This has been phenomenal. Yeah. Such a pleasure. I love talking about these subjects. I hope I get to come back on again and share more kink knowledge because I just want everyone to drink the Kool-Aid, to be honest. <laughs> drink the sexy Kool-Aid. Mix <laughs> yes, our Kool-Aid with vodka. Ooh, that's perfect. I love it with a little twist. Let's do that's it. Right. <laughs> Thank you again. Thank you both. So that's our show. Thanks for swinging by. And don't forget, you deserve great sex. Now go get some. If you love the Two Hot Wives podcast, be sure to subscribe. And if you really love the show, rate us or give us a review on iTunes or Spotify. Thanks for listening. you're curious to learn more about terms like back and forth. Oh 
thinking, I'm skipping that. I don't know what that is. <laughs> I keep skipping it, but I should probably say it. That back and funny. forth. Isn't that like when you swap, swap back? And then you swap again. You swap, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it's the opposite of 69, where you're doing it at the same time. What would be the opposite of 69? 96, but <laughs> I know. I don't know what it would be. That's when you're all done. <laughs> you're just back to back and like 96 exhausted. 96 is when you're all done and exhausted and you're trying to send that message like, I'm done.